Good morning and welcome to the Florida Fun Podcast, your destination for Florida fun. My name is Josh, I'm your host, and this is episode 12. Today is Saturday, August 21st, 2021, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, thank you for being here. I enjoy being here for you, and I certainly appreciate you being there, listening on the other side. So it's hard to argue that there's so much to see and do and experience and taste and enjoy in the state of Florida that it feels like it would be a lifetime to eat it all and do it all and go to all the places. And there's always something new popping up and there's always somewhere new to go, a new attraction, a new thing to experience. And it'd be hard to argue that there's always something that's going on. It would be hard to argue that you, you wouldn't have enough time to to see them all on your vacation. I know we've come off of vacation and, and, you know, we've thought, man, if I only had a couple more days, I would have seen this or I would have gone to that or I would have, you know, taken some time and gone there. And a lot of times you have to sacrifice one thing for another, right? You have to go back and sacrifice going to a water park for spending a day at a theme park or spending a day at an aquarium instead of spending a day at the beach or a travel day instead of spending an additional day closer to where you are you spend a travel day getting to something farther away but you lose a day of your vacation so um, it would be hard to argue that there's uh, so much to see and do in the state of Florida I mean we have theme parks, rides um, uh, festivals, live shows, music, concerts, zoos, aquariums um, restaurants, food trucks I mean you name it there's a bunch of stuff out there to see and do and and uh, you know, that certainly is a reason that a lot of folks come to Florida. And it's a reason that a lot of folks live in Florida. Um, my buddy Mike uh, has said that people harass him, you know, jokingly, that the only reason that he lives in Florida is so he can be closer to Disney. So that attitude certainly prevails. But, you know, I want to unpeel uh, peel back those layers and, and have people see a little closer, you know, what there is to love about Florida, what there is to love about being here. And, uh, why some people, you know, retire and come down here, why people um, want to live here. So today we're going to take a look at a specific location, and I want to look at the city of St. Augustine. Now, it's not far. It's located in northeast Florida, and it's not far from Jacksonville and, you know, about an hour from Daytona, kind of halfway between Jacksonville and Daytona, not, not far from Palm Coast. So if you know where those places are, it's uh, you know north of north of Orlando, north of Central Florida, east of uh, say Tallahassee, kind of right in the the corner where Florida and Georgia uh, meet. So I want to look and see some of the things to see and do, and, and I made a top ten list. And from talking to my beautiful wife this morning, she didn't agree with some of them. And you know what? I don't think you're going to agree with all of them either. But these are ones that I saw um, that I wanted to. Things that you could experience in and around the city of St. Augustine, things that are inexpensive, things that are free, things that maybe, you know, may cost you a little money here and there, but overall, you know, I, I would definitely say that they're worth it. So uh, I found an article on floridashistoriccoast.com, which is a, a website that deals with the Ponte Vedra and St. Augustine area. Um, it's a kind of a, a, a tourism website, and, and it does a lot of things to uh, tell you what to see and do and where to go. And the article was called 42 Free and Budget-Friendly Things to Do in St. Augustine. So this one's very specific. 
And there's a lot, right? 42 is a lot. I'm not going to take, you know, three hours and tell you about all 42. And some of them I haven't done. I have to admit, I, I live just, you know, about an hour away. But some of them I haven't done. And some of them I've done several times. And some of them I think you should do. Um, but these are just ones that I picked out. And these are ones in no particular order. Um, and things that I think you should definitely try. So um, the, the list was broken down into three specific categories. It was number one was free attractions and things to do. Number two was free events, and number three was low-cost things to do, and that was $12 or less per person. So I jumped around a little bit, and these are, again, in no particular order, um, but I want to do kind of a, a tour of St. Augustine and things to see and do while you're there. So number one is a walk down St. George Street. St. George Street is kind of the central tourism location in the city of Orlando, right? It's down in the tourist district. It's not far from the churches. It's not far from uh, very close to Flagler College. In fact, Flagler College butts up against the side of uh, one of the streets. Um, there's a lot of stuff to see and do there. Um, if you are able to check out my Florida Fun Podcast live uh, video series on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com forward slash Florida Fun Podcast, I did a walk down uh, St. George Street. And kind of give you a brief overview of what's there. There's a historic house. There's some restaurants. There's some shops. Um, there are buskers, uh, buskers out there playing live music. Um, there are bistros, restaurants. Um, there's an open air, a couple open air uh, patio area for the restaurants. Everything out there is, is just amazing. It's themed to be outside. Um, the nightlife down there is fantastic. Um Art galleries, there's gift shops. If you want to get yourself a souvenir from, from the city of St. Augustine, that's a good place to go. Um, there is the Pirate Museum, which is a, a very cool little place. Um, I would definitely say it's not, you know, uh, very expensive. It's not cheap. It's not It's not very expensive. Uh, my family and I went, uh, we walked around, and it's really neat, right? It gives a good history of the city of St. Augustine, about how pirates found their way into the city of St. Augustine, about pirates in general, about pirate lives, um, about different meanings behind different things, about different myths about pirates, how they lived. Um, I didn't know, for example, uh, until I, I did some reading that pirates were very democratic, that they elected their leaders, that if for some reason, let's say the old captain wasn't cutting the mustard, wasn't doing a great job, that the people of the ship could take a vote. And it wasn't a mutiny. Uh, it was a vote. It was very democratic. And if everyone voted for a new leader, that that captain was ousted. And he could either become part of the crew or they could drop him off somewhere. Um, and, and, you know, think about that in today's world, right? Think about that in today's world as far as the ability to just say, you know what? We don't think you're doing a very good job. We all voted for Dave and Dave is going to take over for you. So, um, very, very cool. Um, they all had kind of an equal share in the treasure. Uh, so they all decided that they went, and um, there was a show that I watched um, that was based upon historical fact that said they were very much against slavery. And the English had slave ships, and uh, they made a bunch of money off of the slave ships, and the pirates didn't like that. They wanted to be the ones making the money. And so they would attack the slave ships and free the slaves. And... They would give them an opportunity to be free men with them, and uh, it was it was very interesting, a uh, very, very interesting thing. But the Pirate Museum is down there, and it's a real cool day uh, to just spend the time. You're right across the street for the Casillo de San Marcos, which is the big, massive fort you see right there by the Bridge of Lions. 
Um, there's a huge uh, a field right there next to it. So that whole area down there by St. George Street is very, very cool. Uh, number two, I would say, is the beaches in St. Augustine. Now, the history of St. Augustine has a, a lot of uh, a lot of time going up and down the beach, right? You can drive on the beach. Um, there are picnics, fish. There's a giant fishing pier. Um, it's very relaxing. Um, it's very calm water generally. You don't get huge waves. You don't get. It's not like Hawaii where you're gonna have big, massive rolling waves. Um, the sand is very soft, kind of sugar sand in between your toes. Very nice. Um, the people are great there. We've never had a problem with the people in St. Augustine Beach. They're very friendly. Um, lots of locals come out. And if you're anywhere in the neighborhoods near St. Augustine Beach and you just kind of can sit back and just enjoy the day, take a picnic with you. You know, what we've done in the past is we've uh, parked the car, opened the trunk, opened the doors, um, put a picnic basket in the back or a cooler with sandwiches or whatever. You set up in the car. Um, you're free to go and play in the water. When you're done, you literally just pack everything back in the car, close the doors, and drive home. So it's very cool. You have to get a permit from the city of St. Augustine now. You used to be able to do it for free, but you have to get a permit now. And there's information on the different websites that show you how to do that. And you just ask somebody down there, and they can they can direct you how to do all that. But that definitely is a must-do when you go down to the city of St. Augustine is driving on the beach. Um, it's a very cool feeling uh, to have the ocean so close to you. Um, but, you know, you roll the windows down, you get that surf air, you get the spray, you get the, the, the beach water, the beach there with you. Um, you get the smell of the beach, that saltwater smell, that fresh air smell. And uh, it's fantastic, guys. It's, it's definitely something that you want to do. Uh, number three on my list is also something that's free. And if you park in the central garage, which is kind of around the corner from the Visitor's Bureau um, there's a big field area behind it. Uh, there's a, the, the city parking garage is right there. Right across the street from the city parking garage is what they call Project Swing. And it is a free park. Um, very kid-friendly. It looks like a playground. Um, and it has everything made out of wood. There's lots of seating areas for adults. It's semi-shaded, which is nice because it stays nice and cool. There's massive trees around it, too. So you get the shade from the trees. Um, it's usually pretty busy because the locals know it. Uh, they'll take their kids there, and you can take your kids there as well. You can park in the parking garage, walk across the street, or if you're out walking around, your kids want to take a break and get some exercise and run around, um, they can do that too. Um, it's a, a gated area where your little ones can't just walk out on their own, um, and it's it's very cool. There's uh, wooden towers. Um, they have their own lighthouse. Uh, they built a space shuttle out of wood. Um, there's lots of swings. Um, and it's a very, very cool thing. It's a very, very cool little place. And it's certainly something that you can tell somebody was thinking and said, you know what? Yeah, we got all this stuff going on, the historical features and all the things that are going on right now. But we definitely need something for kids and families to do together. And uh, this is absolutely free. And it is open until 7 p.m. every day. So definitely something you want to check out. Now, something else in the area is the GTM Research Reserve Area. And GTM stands for Guana Tolomato Matanzas. So GTM, Guana Tolomato Matanzas Reserve Area. And this is going to be a little east uh, of the city of St. Augustine. It's kind of right along the water, kind of right along the ocean right there. Um, but this is a very cool place. It has a welcome center. 
It's a natural reserve. Um, when you go inside the Welcome Center, there's a giant um, model, a full-scale model of an Atlantic uh, right whale hanging from the ceiling. Uh, you can just look up and see that massive right whale right there. Um, this is a cool place to take your kids to because they can learn about nature. They can learn about science. They can learn about the beach and animals that live there. Um, absolutely free. They don't charge you anything to walk inside the door. Um, they do uh, guided eco tours. Um, you can take walks on the beach. Uh, there are exhibits. There are aquariums. They have working laboratories. Um, there's lots of ways to enjoy the outdoors. There's lots of things that are hands-on that are there for little people. They can look through microscopes. They can see dioramas of different animals. You can see, you know, sea turtles that have hatched out their eggs in the sand. You can see a diorama of that. Um, definitely a very, very, very cool thing. Um, and while you're there, hiking, biking, swimming, uh, stand-up, paddleboarding, fishing, bird watching, that all is okay there. So if you want to take your stand-up paddleboard, um, you want to go for a hike, you want to go for a kayak, take your kayak you can put in and get out right there. Um, you can go biking. Uh, it's just a very, very cool place. So I would definitely say that that is you know, probably one of the neatest things that I've seen in a while. It does remind me of being at SeaWorld. Um, it reminds me of a, a, an actual nature area where there's a little bit of an education uh, if you want it. If you want to just go and walk around and poke around and see the things on your own, that's okay too. You can certainly do that. But it certainly is a very, very cool place to go. Uh, this is the first one that my wife and I differ on. Is This one has a little bit of a cost. I don't remember exactly how much it was. It wasn't much, maybe $10, $15 person. It's the Old Jail Museum. So this is going to be right there on the main strip, right there in uh, St. Augustine area. And you'll there's a lot of signs that take you to the Old Jail Museum. This one I thought was very, very cool. There's some history. The Old Jail itself was built by Henry Flagger. In 1891, Henry Flagler built a lot in the city of St. Augustine. So he was responsible for Flagler College. He was responsible for museums. He was responsible for, I know at one point he wanted to build part of a trainway between uh, St. Augustine and Miami. He built the old jail. He had a lot to do with the development of the city of St. Augustine. Um, He was a very, very successful man. Uh, I know originally he came to St. Augustine. He wanted to be an orange, uh, uh, wealthy orange grower. And then he realized how long it took to grow oranges, and he kind of changed directions. Um, and he was he made his wealth otherwise. Um, the thing that I like about the old jail was my family and I took a tour there at one point. And it was, my wife says it's, it smells like an old building. And I, I, would, I would admit that. It smells like an old building. It is the actual jail that was built in 1891, nothing has changed. I mean, it's you know been repainted a couple times and cleaned up, um, but it's still the same working jail cell doors. It's the same bars in the windows. It's the same prep areas that they use to make their meals and wash their clothes. Um, the same tree out front was where they hung the last person that was put to death out there. Um, it did operate for, I want to say there was 72 prisoners, and it operated for 60 years, if I remember correctly. Um, and uh, our tour guide that we had was fantastic. He was dressed in period clothes, had a big gray beard. He interacted with my kids a lot. Um, he invited them to come be part of the, the, uh, the show or the, the demonstration. Um, he put my daughter in a big pair of oversized, huge handcuffs, which was fun. Um, he had her try to drag around a ball from a ball and chain and showed her how heavy that was. And um, when we left, he was a super nice guy, and he said, you know, i got to tell you something. 
um, you know, I do this tours all the time, and your kids have really, you know, brought some life to the day, and they made it fun, and they made me really enjoy my job today, and I, I, I'm glad that you guys came out. And that was super, super cool, and it reminded me of Disney. It reminded the cast member of thanking the guests for coming out and not the other way around, and he did a fantastic job. So this is definitely something, if you're into history, I mean, it's not going to take you all day. I mean, you're probably there for 45 minutes, but you see the old uh, jailkeeper's house, the old warden's house, and you see the difference between how the warden lived and how the inmates lived, um, and it's very cool. It's a very cool thing. If you're into history at all, this is definitely something that you want to check out is the old jail museum. Uh, number six on my list is a place that I am very familiar with. We've been several times. It's Whetstone's Chocolates. And Whetstone's Chocolates uh, also gives a factory tour, and they do tasting. So if you go to Whetstone's, it is on some of the trolley tours. I think both trolley tours take you past Whetstone's. You can get a free sample of the chocolate when you're inside there. And that's neat, because they have lots of different stuff that you can sample from. It is a shop. Um, there's one on um, uh, St. George Street. Uh, there's also one kind of off the main beaten path. And there's two or three around the city of St. Augustine. Um, but they do a fantastic job. Um, they are uh, they give you a behind-the-scenes tour. Uh, the tours are $8 for adults, $5.50 for kids 5 to 17, and kids 4 and under are free. I want to say it's about 45 minutes. Um, they are open from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., so not very early and not very late. Um, and there's if you're on a hot day and you just want to get out of the heat for a while, they have AC in there. It's a nice, cool place to go and get out of the heat for a while. So they definitely do a fantastic job. And I'll tell you, if you listen to the last episode about the Halloween in August, right, you can tell that I am kind of a candy guy, kind of a chocolate guy. And I have a very specific diet. I can only eat certain things, but they do a great job, right? Um, they'll tell you what's in something. They'll tell you how something is made. Um, they'll tell you the ingredients. Um, they have a large display of different things, um, they do a lot of things for different diets. But definitely check out Whetstone Chocolate. Um, now, I've never been on the tasting tour. I've never been on the tour itself, but it seems like that would be a super fun thing to do, a super cool way to spend uh, you know, 30, 45 minutes. And it's not a huge building. Uh, the ones that I've been to are not big, massive, gigantic buildings. They're just kind of there, um, and it's definitely something that you want to check out. Um, the next thing I'm going to tell you is going to cost you a little bit of money. It's the Old Town Trolley Tour. Now, there's, I want to say the red trolley. This one is the orange uh, and green one. This is the one that my family and I have been on. I've actually been on both of them, but this is the last one we went on. Um, they, uh, they take you around the city, um, and they do a lot of cool stuff. Um, there's over 100 points of interest uh, that they bump into, 22 different stops that they go to, and they'll show you all the stuff. Now, they may not stop at everything. Right, But there are 22 different stops that they make along the way. So if you want to get off at the winery, if you want to get off at Whetstone, if you want to get off at the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, if you want to get off at somewhere else and get back on later, that's fine. When the next train, the next uh, trolley stops, the orange and green trolley, you can get on that one. You don't have to get back on the same one that you got off of. So that's kind of neat. Kind of an all-day bus pass kind of a thing, right? So if you get up in the morning and you want to go poke around the city of St. Augustine and you want to take your time and do it your way and you don't want to be, well, I can only pay the cab for so long and I have to keep calling an Uber and I have to, I'm going to have a rental car. No, 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 no. They'll pick you up at your hotel, right? They have a beach shuttle. So if you want to go back and forth to the beach, you can do that. 
Um, they do a fantastic job. And there are some perks for taking the Old Town Trolley uh, tour. Uh, they do give you uh, free admission to the St. Augustine History Museum. Um, like I said, there's a complimentary hotel shuttle, and you do get access to the beach bus as well. So definitely something that you want to try is the Old Town Trolley Tour. Um, we did take a tour over the Knights of Lights, which happens in the city of St. Augustine over the holiday time. I don't remember exactly how much it was. It was it was pretty expensive, to be completely honest. Um, uh, we uh, were on the tour. Uh, our tour guide, uh, our tour bus driver, drove us around on the trolley. Um, and we sang off-key, loudly, uh, singing Christmas carols, and after that, we had cookies and uh, hot chocolate. So, uh, was it worth it? Yeah, absolutely, it was worth it, because it was a very fun thing to do. Um, you know, was it expensive? Yeah, it was pretty expensive as well. So, um, that is certainly a decision that you want to make for yourself, but definitely something that you got to try. If you're walking around the city of St. Augustine and you see those trolley tours, uh, you'll notice that they go pretty much everywhere that you go. They'll go down Hippolyta Street. They'll go down, um, you know, the main highways. They'll go all around through the bars, through the historical locations, down past the the the, the armory. They'll go, they'll go everywhere, right? So, if you want to see the city, I would say not a bad way to see it and make sure that you know you're going to learn some little history while you're there, um, but you also know all those places to go. Uh, number eight on my list, uh, and again, this is in no specific order. This is somewhere that my daughter and my wife had a great time, and my daughter is a Girl Scout. And she is a proud Girl Scout, and she's been a Girl Scout for a while now. And they took a trip to the St. Augustine Aquarium. Now, when I think of an aquarium, I think of a giant indoor building with different pools, uh, different places that animals live behind glass, or different places that you can see fish and rays and sharks and uh, dolphins and sea lions and, you know, different uh, whales and that kind of stuff. Don't think of that at all, right? This is all outside. The St. Augustine Aquarium is an outside attraction. It features an 80,000-gallon enclosure. Uh, they do allow snorkeling while you're there. You can pay to snorkel with the, with the animals inside the aquarium, which is what my daughter did with her Girl Scout troop, which is very, very fun, very cool. Um, they have shark and ray feedings every 30 minutes. Um, they do educational uh, presentations. Um, while you're there, if you want to, you can touch horseshoe crabs, urchins, and starfish. Um, and it's just a very, very neat place to go. So if you're looking for a way to be closer to nature, not necessarily scuba diving uh, or snorkeling, but that, but being closer to nature, this is a cool place to go. Um, tickets for this are $10 for adults and $6 for kids. There's no designation as far as, you know, three and up, five and up, eight and up, just adults and kids. Um, but, yeah, definitely a cool place. You'll see it right down the main drag as you go down there on the right on the way in or the left on the way out. It's a little away from the city, but um, my kids had a great time. So my daughter had a great time. Uh, number nine on my list is the World Golf Hall of Fame and the IMAX Theater, which is there, um, which is a very, very cool thing. My wife and I have seen movies there. My daughter has seen movies there. Uh, very, very cool place. So if you go back into the IMAX complex, you kind of curl around back towards World Golf Village. Right across from the Bucky's, there's World Golf Village Drive. Um, and as you go in there, you'll notice there's housing uh, complexes. There's um, there's apartments. There's it, It's a whole village back inside there. The Wolf, uh, World Golf Village um, does have two golf courses back there that you can pay to play. Um, but I'm not worried about that right now. I'm not talking about the golf village. I'm talking about what you can do basically for free, right? So we go back there. There's shopping areas. There's uh, restaurants. There's a Caddyshack restaurant inside there if you want to buy some dinner. 
or some lunch or have a snack or just have a beer or something cold to drink. Um, but there's a whole huge area back there. There's a huge, massive field. Um, it's, it's manicured the same way that the golf course is manicured, so the grass is cut very, very short. We have gone back there on the 4th of July and watched fireworks. Um, there's a hotel back there. You can go stay back there. Now, we did that a couple times. We stayed there for the 4th of July. They had the fireworks over the top of the hotel. We saw the fireworks from the pool. We saw them from our hotel room. We've seen them from the street on the way by. Um, all the cars will pull to the side of the road and park and watch the fireworks. Very, very, very cool. Very fun. So if you happen to be in that area and you want to check out the World Golf Hall of Fame, um, there's also the IMAX movie theater. Um, according to their description, is 70 feet wide and five stories tall. Uh, you better believe that. That is a huge, massive, gigantic screen. And it is unbelievable to be inside there. To see a movie, to be immersed in a movie, um, it's kind of convex, so it wraps around you almost. Um, it's a very cool experience, right? You get sucked into the film, especially if it's an IMAX film, like a 3D or, or a 4D film, where you get wrapped into it, like um, uh, IMAX movies that we've seen in Point Orlando in Orlando. There's an IMAX theater there. There's also an IMAX theater in uh, Kennedy Space Center where we've been, and we've seen some entertainment at Kennedy Space Center. Um, but uh, very, very cool. Um, there is the Challenge Hole at World Golf Hall of Fame and Museum. Um, there's a museum there where you can see you know, people in the World Golf Hall of Fame. You can see all that as well. So if you're into golf and you come into Florida, and you definitely want to check that out because that is definitely something uh, that is very, very, very cool. And I'll tell you, Caddyshack doesn't make a bad burger. Uh, so the Caddyshack restaurant, uh, the Murray Brothers owned it at one point. I think they still do. Um, but the Caddyshack restaurant uh, is right there next to the, rest, the hotel, the World Golf Hall of Fame. And uh, very good food, cold beer, uh, air conditioning. they got TVs on. You can watch sports. Um, it's a very, very cool place to go. Um, the last thing, number 10 on my list, and again, you know, there's so many more things that I could add. My wife and I talked, like I said this morning, about it. And she said, well, what about this, and what about that, and what about this? And I said, oh, yeah, that's that's true. I didn't I didn't add those. So your top 10 list could look very different from mine, just like my wife's does, right? So your top 10 list could have things like the Knights of Lights that we talked about, where the entire city of St. Augustine is dressed up for the holiday season. And it could feature things like the Castillo de San Marcos, which is across from King George, St. George Street. Um, it could feature, um, you know... Uh, different places that you could go, um, different restaurants, right? Um, but this is my this is my top 10 list. So I'd love to hear about your top 10 list, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. And uh, I'd love to see how yours compares to my list and what you included and what you wouldn't include and what what, uh, what you did and what, why. why you included it. So number 10, the final one on my list, is somewhere that I've been uh, in the past several months and somewhere that I'm planning on going back and maybe doing some interviews and, and, and seeing a little more in depth. I only took a one-day trip there, but I definitely want to go back and check it out again. Uh, this is the Marineland Dolphin Adventure of St. Augustine. So the Marineland Dolphin Adventure, I don't know if you remember, I want to say it was episode 6 or 5, 6, 7, somewhere around there. Since 1938, the Marineland Dolphin Adventure has been up and running. And it started as a movie theater, uh, a movie filming, uh, a, a filming tank, underwater filming tanks. And it grew and changed, and now it does everything from summer camps to dolphin interactions to what's called teen camp, which is a much more 
in-depth uh, summer camp kind of experience uh, for guys and girls who are going into uh, marine care, marine life care. Um, they know more. They're more hands-on. They put them in the water. They get to see the, the interactions with the animals. They get to be very, very up close. So if your kid or your daughter or your son um, is looking to have a life where they are interacting with dolphins and whales and sharks and they want to spend their life in the ocean, um, that's not a bad idea either. Um, and if you want to have that, that day-to-day interaction, like we had at Discovery Cove, right? You want to go, you want to be in the water with dolphins. You want to be up close with a dolphin. You want to touch them. You want to feel them. You want to interact with them. Um, they do that there as well, right? They do that there as Marineland of St. Augustine Dolphin Adventure. So definitely check that out. Um, there's lots of good information. I just looked up Marineland Dolphin Adventure online, and all their information is there, right? Their dates, their hours, their times, the ability to make a reservation. This is not a theme park that you can drop in. You can't just buy a ticket that day and drop in, right? You have to make a reservation ahead of time. They are reservation only. Um, and uh, trust me, you'll you'll want that reservation uh, because when I was there, uh, when I first got there, it was probably about nine thirty or ten o'clock in the morning, and it was not very busy. But as the day went on, I spent the day with the staff historian and uh, walked around. There were some school buses with 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 kids that showed up from different places. Uh, there were guests that showed up, so you know you definitely want to make those reservations. You want to show up. You want to be able to do that. There's trainer for a day. There's interaction programs. There's um, all kinds of things. Uh, so you definitely want to be able to do that. So definitely check out Marine Land Dolphin Adventure of St. Augustine. So it's just a hop, skip, and a jump. In the area where they're located, it's kind of a little off into like Flagler County, which is not in the same county as, as the uh, city of St. Augustine. They're in St. John's County. Um, but it's still very, very close. So you definitely want to check that out. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed our show today. And uh, I'm going to call that my top ten list. I want to hear your top ten list. I want to hear the things that you would add. How would you change things? How would you update things? What would your top 10 list be like? So be sure to contact me. Uh, let me know how you feel, what's going on. You can drop me an email anytime. I am Podcast at gmail.com. Always hit me up on Twitter. I am at floridafun6 on Twitter. And on Instagram, like I said, I do have my Florida Fun Podcast live video series. You'll be able to check that out as well. And that is Instagram.com forward slash Florida Fun Podcast. So, guys, coming up very soon, we're going to have some interviews. Uh, We're going to find some local celebrities, some folks we're going to talk to. Uh, We are going to do a local food tasting coming up very, very soon. And uh, we are definitely going to be able to keep the show going. So we appreciate every single one of you for listening, every single one of you for being involved in the program and uh, we certainly appreciate you guys for being out there. Um, like I've said a couple times in the past, this this is where I belong. This makes me happy, the, being able to talk to you guys uh, week after week, day after day, um, and plan the shows for you and, and have uh, some fun interactions. Um, and we've got more coming, guys. We've got more coming. So uh, if you haven't heard your favorite topic as of yet, stay tuned. You know, Let me know what you want to hear. You can always hit me on Twitter or Instagram or, or, or drop me an email and tell me what it is that you'd like to hear, right? So guys, thank you once again. I do certainly appreciate it. And we will definitely see you out there. <laughs>